0: In today's show, we're talking about how the two of you can build deeper intimacy during this holiday season.
1: And as we get started with today's show, one, I do want to say Tony's voice does sound a little bit deeper today. So those of you that have been around for a while, and you're like, what's going on? I think it's because we're coming out of this week of being with friends and family and he's just been talking a lot and we've been staying up late. And so he just he does sound a little bit wow. deeper, <laughs> a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. <laughs> but those of you that have been around, you know, I like to start the show with a quote or a saying, and if this is your first time listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, we are super excited that you've jumped in to listen with us today. And this, this quote actually is a song lyric from Andy Williams. And a lot of you may be familiar with this, but there's a song that refers to this particular season, like the four or five weeks that we're in as the most wonderful time of the year. And the lyrics go on to say that it's the hap happiest season of all with those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings. When friends come to call, it's the hap happiest season of all. And today we're going to be sharing about how to make that be the case in your marriage because we know from a lot of the feedback that we've gotten from a lot of you that that may not be exactly how you're feeling right now, right now. But you know, we start each show with a hug and this week's hug is sponsored by Hello Fresh and Hello Fresh actually does help to make this a happier season for you. And we're going to be sharing more about how they do that with their meals a little bit later on in the show. But this hug comes from an email that we received and the wife says, I stumbled upon your podcast one day not sure what my search was. We actually hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. We do. It's, it's so amazing how we just were out there. and It's
0: divine intervention. We think so. I believe so.
1: She goes on to say, I remember feeling desperate for a breakthrough, a little bit of hope, just something to tell me that if you're going to keep going, it's going to be worth it. Mm. My husband and I have been together for 15 years, started dating as teenagers and now married for eight years. We've been in such a bad sore place in our relationship for such a long time and feels like we've been in zombie mode. At some point in our relationship, I was crying daily. I was so mm. sore, unhappy, and scared. I lost who I was. Just, comprom- just getting through every day was difficult. On our eighth anniversary, I had such a rude awakening when I was confronted with the truth of a third person in our marriage. Despite everything, I never thought that we would have been one of those couples. Mm. For the first time ever in our relationship that day, we had an honest discussion, raw, emotional, truthful. I was shocked it would have been discussed. We decided to make our marriage work, to make it great, and that we will do anything to save it as we release the fact that this was the result of years of neglect and dishing out leftovers. Wow. Sounds like a show that we did. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how many, if not all of the shows I've listened to, refer directly back to what came out of that day that changed our lives forever. I cannot thank you enough for your podcast as it helps me work through and understand so many things that my husband has shared with me. The devil reminds me every now and then of our past and the hard work we will have to do, but that I just remind him of how we will end an extraordinary marriage.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. And God yes. bless
1: you all the way from South Africa.
0: Right on. That's, Love it.
1: You know, it's all about that journey. It's all about that journey. And, you know, as we've just finished wrapping up, celebrating Thanksgiving here in the States, uh, we're in the holiday season. Mm -hmm. right? Christmas is like four weeks away. You can't go anywhere without seeing Christmas decorations, hearing Christmas songs. All of your calendars are starting to fill up with, we've got this Christmas party and and that recital with the kids and and there's just stuff.
0: Well, here's here's just how we, just to give a a little overview of how we've been since Thanksgiving day. So we hosted Thanksgiving here. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody pretty much left at a decent time, we eat early just because of my folks and my family. They want to get out of here um, and just be driving home. So we're
1: more a lunch meal than an evening yeah.
0: meal. And we were we were hanging out. We have a friend who is uh, going uh, has beat cancer, and yet he still had uh, his fifth round and his sixth round of chemo to finish. But they were in the hospital, so our friend and his wife were in the hospital. So we went down there. We didn't leave there until about ten thirty. While we were there, we realized that it was like, oh, it's almost Black Friday and Fashion Valley, which is a mall here in San Diego, is open. So we rolled down there. We didn't end up getting home until what? 12, 1230. 1230. <laughs> and then day after, so Black Friday, we ended up having breakfast with a friend, coffee with a friend. Dinner, happy hour with a friend. Happy hour with friends. Um, picking up kids from my brother and sister-in-law's place.
1: A slumber party for the youngest.
0: Slumber party for the youngest. And here we go, here we go. It's it's the most happiest and wonderful time of the year. And oldest one has his birthday coming up in December.
1: Right, mid-December.
0: Yep, and then everything else. We have Twisted coming up at our church, which is awesome, a musical that we're gonna attend. I mean, there's one thing after another, after another.
1: Oh, and by the way, we're still in football season.
0: Yes. And that's right too. We're still in football season. So Alex's football team won CIF championship here in San Diego. We have regional coming up. We win regional. We have two weeks after that, we have championship game up in LA. Right. So, and we still have football going on.
1: We still have football season. Can, can you hear the smiles Woo! as we start thinking about, you know, Deep breath. Man, the busier schedules the travel that's going to be involved because we while we have thanksgiving in our house we do travel for christmas like mm-hmm. we know a lot of you do we had put up a question um some questions this last week on instagram and again for those of you that don't know we actually do a lot of interaction on instagram love it, that's love where it, love we love get it. to hear what's going on with you guys we'll put polls we'll put questions so if you don't follow us at one extraordinary marriage on instagram get over there and check it out um that's a great way to have that interaction with us and what we also know is that there's a lot of stress and anxiety and just emotional exhaustion mm-hmm. that comes during the season. And people are tired, very, very tired. And when we asked the question you know, this last week, because uh, we were actually thinking of focusing the show on your sexual intimacy mm-hmm. during the holidays. Like, which oh. is
0: Which is very important. And we believe it's something that we need to address, which we will. And yet...
1: Well, when we asked the question, you know, what's the biggest challenge to your sexual intimacy? um, Overwhelmingly, the top two were time. That was like three quarters of you said time is a factor, some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And number two was family. That was two thirds of you said that family was an issue. And that could be, you know, traveling to your parents or your in-laws. It could be having them. You know, in-laws house. travel to your house. It could be the fact that your kids are just around more or you have more obligations with your kids. And then through all, throughout all of that were all of these comments about, you know, stress and tiredness and fatigue. And I mean, you can pick any variation on those words. And it was laced throughout, you know, the hundreds of comments that we got.
0: Yeah. And especially those of you with youngers. I mean, you're already like on edge with, I would say, tiredness and having to deal with, you know, just they're waking up. Who was it that we were talking to that um, first baby, awesome. Second one's waking up like every hour, every two hours. Oh,
1: that was when we had dinner with friends um, last weekend.
0: Ah, uh, that was it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so yes, yes. They, they were had sharing. like the
1: easy one, the first yes. one, and the second one has just been a challenge. And wow.
0: Yeah. Know. So, you know, that y- you can see the impact. We could see the impact that it was having on them and just helping them and encouraging them to to let them know this is a season, mm-hmm. and yet this is what we can do, and this is what you guys can do to hopefully begin to navigate that.
1: Absolutely, because you know, like that song that I quoted, you know, it talks about it being the ha- happiest time of the year, and yet there are a lot of people that get to Thanksgiving, and you're just like, what's the shortest path possible to New Year's, right? Because there's all of these things, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I just want to get through the happy or through this season and it doesn't feel so happy. And we know
0: Uh
1: we've, we've done this season. I mean, we didn't plan when we were having our children, right? We didn't, we didn't plan to have two kids between Thanksgiving and Christmas. No, it, it just as, yeah, as my mom said with the second one, she's like, oh my gosh, can you stop doing this between Thanksgiving? Like, you're just adding all this stress. And I'm like, I didn't plan it, but we did. We, you know, so on top of everything else, we have two kids, birthdays, Uh You know, and so you start looking at this and you're trying to meet everyone's expectations. I can't tell you how many of the comments that came in from you guys talked about the fact that whether it's the kids' expectations or your parents' expectations or work expectations to be at parties, you're you're feeling the weight of everyone's expectations and you're trying to get it all done because, you know, Christmas is an actual hard deadline. Like December 25th is real. We mm-hmm. all know it's coming. It's there. And, and you're trying to do this and you're trying to afford it. And to do so with little time, little sleep and a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. Cause nobody wants to see it with the Grinch face, right? You're just like, I can't do the Grinch. And so you get in this place where you're, and I've been here. I was like years of doing this too. Um, where it was like, I was on a hamster wheel between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Just... Yeah like everything had to be perfect and everything had to be done and it had to be over the top. And so because of that, you know, there are only, you guys probably figured this out. There are only so many hours in the day, right? 24. You have 24. I have 24. Tony has 24. You know, the guy next to you in the car, as you're going down the freeway, he only has 24. Right. And so you start going, okay, what, what can go, right? What can I let slide during the season? And interestingly enough, And maybe as no surprise to a lot of you, it's the relationship that you have with your spouse. It's your marriage Mm -hmm. that you put on the back burner because you're like, something's got to go.
0: Well, and then just the other night we had dinner with some friends and they were talking about that with us, Mm -hmm. how they've been in a season and they just feel like, my goodness, they're, they're just passing each other Mm -hmm. 10 minutes and they're just sort of talking at each other and then they're off doing the next thing just because of where they've been Mm -hmm. and how that, you know, just seeing them, they're just like, okay, enough's enough. We're done doing that.
1: Right. It was a very, it was interesting in the conversation to just see the very deliberate um, revelation of intentionality Mm -hmm. that came over this couple. And I have a feeling that we were, we weren't an accident (laughs) in terms of dinner. Um, you know, I think, I think having dinner with us was part of their intentionality. Like, let's jumpstart this. Yeah. Um, because when you put your marriage on the back burner, you do so with some assumptions, right? You know, the reason you feel that you can put your marriage on the back burner or that intimacy and, you know, like I said, when we initially asked the question on int- Instagram, we were referring to sexual intimacy. We really thought okay, you know there are a lot of couples where sex drops off between Thanksgiving and Christmas and so we're going to do this whole show on sex during the holidays.
0: Right, there's an expectation possibly even during this time of year that there is going to be maybe an increase because we are around more. We're right. we're, we're 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 seeing each other more there's more vacation time together. There's an expectation, most likely an unspoken expectation that this will be going on and yet that's not always happening. But there's also the other side of this is that other intimacies are being impacted.
1: And that's what really came across when we started seeing these responses that a lot of the emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. there's financial intimacy, there's recreational intimacy that all kind of take this like backseat. And that's when we realized we couldn't just do the show focused on sex during the holidays, right? That we had to address these assumptions that that are actually preventing you from building during this season. Correct. Right. Instead of, you know, just kind of plateauing or maybe even going backwards. Like we got to, we got to knock these assumptions down and rebuild them with action to actually have you look at December 31st, heading into January 1st going, we got this. Right. Right. Because some of those assumptions are like, you know, it's just a season. It's just a season. I mean, I've had people tell me that about raising children. Right? They're like, well, it's just, you know, it's just a season. I'm like, you got 18 years.
0: It's a long season. That's a
1: long season. If you don't do something in, in a short season, how are you going to bring it to a long... Like, no, I'm sorry. Yes, it is a season, but you don't get to just like put everything on the back burner because you're defining it as a season. right? Another assumption.
0: I think that's a big one. And, and I just want to just stop on that one just real quick here. Y- you don't get to put everything on the back burner just because, quote, unquote, it's a season. I mean, there are definitely times in our lives when something happens that we do need to reassess what's happening. But to just say we have kids and it's a season and then not be intimate with your spouse, sexually, in your emotional intimacy, in your financial intimacy, I'm sorry. Let me me share with you, your kids are gonna still be there at 16, at 13, at 10, and they're gonna take a different form of energy from you to keep them on that path and on that journey. What we deal with now isn't what we dealt with when our kids were two and five. Right. But it's still tough at times. Late nights, talking to them, they're up, grades are, are slipping, they're doing better, you know, tutors, this, that. I mean, it doesn't just end because they're teenagers or they're in high school now.
1: Well, and that's true about the fact that, you know, this Christmas season. Right? You know, yes, it will be over, but if you're not working on your marriage now, right, you can easily fall into a rut, right? You can easily fall into this place of disconnect. Another assumption that people make well, he or she knows I love them. Well, sure, on some level, but if you stay disconnected for long enough, they'll even question that, Mm -hmm. right? If you're not making an effort to be intimate, you know, to spend time with your spouse, to have conversations with your spouse, and yes, yes, to have sex with your spouse, the, he or she knows I love him will only carry you so far or her or her. Right. Or, you know, and we, Tony just talked about this a little bit, but if you make it all about the kids, right, Christmas is, it's all about like, we have to do everything for the kids. And this is one guys I am, I'm like behind these microphones, raising my hand. This was the early years of our kids' lives and for me some of you know our story um our son andrew was born um the day after alex's second birthday born and died he, he was born at 18 weeks and so from that point on it was 6 years of me making christmas and that time be absolutely crazy cuz i hadn't healed from the loss mm-hmm. right and so like i was i was a crazy over the top mom
0: Literally driving me nuts.
1: Like, we had to have all the presents and, and we had to celebrate for basically a month because we had these two birthdays. And so, like, like, birthday, Chris, it was like birthday Christmas month.
0: Yeah. In this house. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely crazy.
1: And let me tell you something during that time, there wasn't a whole lot of time for Tony.
0: And what, what ended up happening with me. During this period in time, I was really into cycling. And even though it was winter here in San Diego, which is still cold for those of you who do ride other parts of the world, um, I, and I don't like riding in the cold, I honestly would still just ride. I mean, it wasn't, it was common for me to, for my goal January 1st to ride a century, so a 100 mile bike ride on New Year's Day. Well, that meant I had to be in shape and working out and making sure I kept my miles up. So I was, honestly, on my bike, doing anywhere from 60 to 80 miles, uh, on training rides, you know, just gone because the the disconnect was there. It was so real. And it it just, we wouldn't engage one another Mm -hmm. and it was the worst thing we could have done. It was seriously the worst thing we did.
1: And and guys, your marriage needs the intimacy to be a priority, no matter what the season, it doesn't matter if you're going through, you know, a medical situation, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, tough things at work. It doesn't matter if it's Christmas. Right? The two of you still need to say, you know what? When I stood in front of, you know, God, our friends and family and said, "I take you," that actually meant, you know, I'm going to work to make you a priority for the rest of my life, even during the Christmas season, even when we've got, you know, 25 Christmas parties and you know Christmas shopping to do and Christmas meals to make and oh don't forget about the Christmas pictures and and all this no I still need to find time and here's this actually scared me when I was doing a little research f- prepping for this show because you know we we see a lot of trends here just in terms of the emails you guys get and and we know send. or send yes that's right what you send us um, and so I just did a little research to find out about divorce filings around the holiday season and found that there was um, an article done at the end of 2016, where the president of the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers said that he typically sees a spike of 25 to 30% of filings in January, specifically the first week of January. Mm -hmm. You want to know why it matters that we get behind these mics and that we pour into each and every one of you, that we encourage you to make intimacy a priority in your marriage during this season. Because when I see a statistic like that, I have no idea why I'm crying. When I see a statistic like that, I don't want you guys to fall into that. I don't want you guys to be in that place getting through one more great holiday for the kid's sake. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to find yourself on January 1st or 3rd or whatever that first week is going, how did we get here? We want to equip you. We want to encourage you and we want to motivate you to do what it takes to not be in that statistical category. And we want to share these ideas with you. But before we do, and you know, I like actually need to wipe my eyes here. Um, we want to thank this week's sponsor, HelloFresh. And sometimes, some of you have heard us talk about it, but Hello Fresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so that you can just sit back, cook, eat, and enjoy. And it's great because the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits. This is one of my most favorite things. I can literally just pull a bag out of the refrigerator and it's got everything there with the recipe outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards. Mm -hmm. Makes my life so easy. And the great thing about HelloFresh is that there's a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that are going to change with the plants that they have to choose from. They've got classic, veggie, and family. And it's great because you're not going to spend all night in the kitchen. Most of the recipes take about 30 minutes. And being a HelloFresh subscriber, it really cuts down on the dreaded question of what's for dinner? right? I actually just tell whoever's asking that question to open the refrigerator door, pull out the meal kit that appeals to them. And that's what we're having for dinner. And especially during this busy time of year, when a lot of you are traveling, you can actually choose your delivery day or even pause delivery. If you're away for that week, it makes it so easy. And when that HelloFresh box shows up on my doorstep, I'm all smiles because it's less time shopping, less time having to figure it all out and more time for Tony and our family. So to get a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit hellofresh.com slash OEM60 and enter promo code OEM60. And again, to get a total of $60 off or $20 off your first three boxes, visit hellofresh.com slash OEM60 and enter promo code OEM60. So what do you do to not be in that category on January 1st? right? What do you do to say, we're going to make intimacy a priority this season. And the first thing that you need to do is you guys actually need to schedule some time this week. Uh You need to sit down and figure out what your biggest challenge is. Is it, is it, you know, the lack of time that you have, right? Is it family dynamics? Is it stress and fatigue? Like what is it?
0: And and in if you go back a couple of episodes or show, so, we've been talking about this. You know, we've been talking about the in-laws. So if you haven't caught that show, listen to that show. Listen to some of these shows that we put, put out recently around the holiday season and start listening to those and then address what we're talking there together.
1: hmm And let me be real clear. This is not a time to point fingers at your spouse, right? This is not a time to say you always or you ne- No, This is just what, what's your biggest struggle?
0: Mm-hmm
1: right? Because if you can, if you can identify it this week, then you're going to be able to plan and strategize for the next four or five weeks, right? Cause it's not just identifying it. Now we got to put together a plan, right? Don't just go, okay, this is our problem. And like throw up your hands and be like, I can't do anything. Well, you can. What can I do? What can I do? It's been the whole theme of this year. So once you know what that is, then you got to resource yourself, right? You've got to put in whatever that necessary plan is.
0: Yeah. And I would say from the top, the key is here. Set, set a time, set the expectation. What are we talking about? I will say that for Elise and I, sometimes these conversations, we can have them once. We know where we're going. We have a plan of action. We're going to take it. Others, it's a little more, it's a little tougher. Mm-hmm. Like some feelings are going to be hurt. Some processing will need to happen. And so we're unable to take action on that next step until we have another time period of us being able to hash out some more information. So do know that it may be one conversation. It may be two. It may be three. The goal is d- don't don't sit on these conversations for two hours. D- d- these need to be sort of like, hey, this is what we really need to work on. I really need to work on the time I'm spending on X, Y, Z. Okay, how are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to just move through it. Even the emotional side of it, you got to keep moving through it. Because when we ha- when we sit down on one area and we don't move and we don't take action, we we start to overthink things. We may start feeling a bit of anxiety. We, we the stress starts picking up. Mm-hmm. We feel like we, we can't we we don't have any control over our lives. We're unable to um, see the next the next step. And so, and I can speak to this, honestly, you guys, because I've been having some struggles in this area with one over the last like three to six months. And, and I, and I found myself even talking to Elisa, not moving forward. And so what did I start doing? I just made a list of a couple things I needed to do and I got them done. Mm-hmm. And so same thing with your marriage. If it's a like, Hey, we're, we're going to talk about travel. Let's, let's talk about it. And let's, how are we going to set this up so it works for us and keep moving forward, keep moving forward. And, and again, if it 15, 20 minutes, don't wear yourselves out to the point where it's a three hour conversation. You guys are yelling at each other and nothing gets done. That's not helpful for either of you.
1: Well, you bring up a good point. Travel is a huge one, right? It's the whole reason that we put together the vacation planner for couples, because we found that we were taking trips. We you know, there are many vacation podcast episodes over the years where we've had horrible vacations cause we didn't plan. Mm-hmm. Right. So if that's where you're stuck, if you're like, oh my gosh, like how are we going to handle, you know, being at the in-laws or traveling with family or the kids or whatever that is. And, and you know, sexpectations, all that kind of stuff, pick up the vacation planner, go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash vacation planner, get it, print it out and do it before you get in the car, plane, train, or however you're getting to where you're going
0: heard from so many people who've done that actually heard from a couple that came to the one conference we sent out as a follow-up email. We sent every single registrant, our vacation planner, because a lot of them were coming from out of state and everything. And when we do have upcoming one conferences, we're going to be, we're going to be talking about that, uh, coming up, but we'll be sending this out. It helped so many couples and one couple actually pulled it back out because they were taking off for, uh, Thanksgiving at the in-laws and they, they went through that and she had said to me, she's like, it was so helpful to realize mm. what we needed to set up to have the best Thanksgiving.
1: And some of you just need that emotional connection. You need to know that you've got your spouse's attention for for even like 30 minutes. Right. It's amazing what 30 minutes can do to build the connection between the two. If you're just talking through the logistics, talking through, you know, what are we doing? How are we doing? All that that's all wrapped up in the coffee break, you guys. It's, it's an intentional tool to help you foster that emotional connection, to check in on your sexual intimacy, to do these different things, you know, everything from finances to plans to, to just how are we, and if you don't have that tool in your toolbox, you're not resourced, right? This is an opportunity for you to say, okay, how do, how do we have a structure around this instead of us just sitting down going, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? So make sure you pick it up at one extraordinary com slash coffee break. And finally, there are a number of you out there who are like, how are we going to make our sexual intimacy a priority? When we had our, at well, least we sat down and we had that conversation, we realized that we want to, we want to focus on our sexual intimacy for the next five weeks. Well, then it's probably time to start the intimacy lifestyle and pick, get your hands on the planner, the intimacy lifestyle planner, sit down, make those questions part of the conversation, and then actually map out what the month of December is going to look like for the two of you in regard to your sexual intimacy. You can pick that up at one extraordinary marriage.com slash IL planner. But the thing is guys, you know, it it doesn't do you any good just to listen to this show and say, yeah, you know what? We've got some issues. Hmm, That was good. The change comes when you actually go and take action. When you sit down and say, yeah, you know what? We are going to get on the same page. We're going to be on the same team this Christmas, right? Right. It's not going to be husband versus wives, you know, in the battle of the epic Christmas of 2018. no, 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 no. It's going to be Team Lorenzo looking at the next five weeks saying, how can we make this the best holiday season ever? How can we be intimate in all the areas or one that we're going to focus on this year? I don't know what your one area of focus is. But I do know that if you do focus on it, it will shift and change in the next five weeks.
0: And what a wonderful place that is for you guys to be. Honestly, with the new year coming in. Like we don't want to just... And then end this year on a stale point, on a place where we're just like, ugh. we just, we just depleted ourselves. And now we're going into 2019. And like Elisa said, that increase in filings for divorce, 25 to 30% in January, those are big numbers, you guys. And that's not what we're about. We're about being here for you so that you have an extraordinary marriage. Now it's up to you, though, to be intentional and take action. We can speak on these microphones all day long, and yet it's up to you to follow our lead in the sense of having those conversations that maybe you haven't had or you've had but you've sort of skirted a bit and get out there. Talk to each other. Make a plan. Have a plan. Have a system that works for you. That you guys can look upon and go this is who we are and we're excited for what's ahead even during this holiday even with all the things we got going on with travel and stress and family and all these things and yet we have our coffee break set up we've set up our our vacation planner so we know what we're expecting and lastly We've set up our intimacy lifestyle so we know when we're gonna be having sex over these holidays and for the future. We love you guys. We're excited for what's ahead for you. Can't wait to connect. Love you guys. Take care. God bless, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.